you ready? I'm ready. You ready? You Let's go. A little bit. Little no, bit I nervous. wasn't. And now I'm sat here. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> the best thing to do when like... someone is feeling nervous in any kind of situation is to actually point out, are you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's to, I feel so to make you make you feel <laughs> relaxed. Great. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Camera Central Podcast. Here we get to talk to some incredible creatives, and today we have Abby Kite. Earlier in the week, you would have seen the video that we did with Abby Kite, where we went down to. Wentwood. Wentwood. I need to remember the, the, the names of places. Um, and filmed her doing some pet photography, which was a lot of fun. Uh, did you have fun? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Come, to, come, come in a little bit closer. Sorry. Haven't done this before, guys. No, don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, please tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, uh, tell us everything about Abby Kite. Oh, God, okay. So, hi, I'm Abby Kite. I'm a pet photographer from South Wales. Um, I do mainly dogs and horses. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, radical. Um, so yeah, you do mainly uh, pet photography and yeah. wow, pet. Well, you've actually taken a photo of a ferret before as well. Oh which yeah, is, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess it's more pet, pet and uh, equine photography. And equine photography is a very smart-sounding thing, isn't it? Yes. Yes, yes. it's very cool. Very elegant. I love that. I'm an equine. I'm an equine photographer. I'm an equine hence, photographer. why I'm superior. Yeah. Um, no. No. <laughs> I don't think that. No. Um, but you know, it must be a very interesting field, especially with everything that kind of goes on around equine photography. I guess. Yes. No. It's it's amazing. I love it. I do mainly portraits with equine. And there's so many other things you yeah. can do. Um, so like actual like event photography yeah. that's like huge on the equine scene like people going to shows buying like you yeah. know sports photography basically but what i like to do is the portraits and especially with like people and their horses as well yeah. i really enjoy getting that connection because i think it's easy when you've got a pet dog you've yeah. got your phone you can yeah. take everyone's yeah. like oh i've got my well my camera all on my phone is yeah. filled with pictures of my dog but it's harder with horses to get both of you in it and like riding in that actual genuine connection, which is what I mm. particularly enjoy capturing for people. Well, I think, feel like a big part of that kind of photography is when it comes to animals, I feel like people have a, a like another kind of connection because you you know you have human connection and all that, but with animals because it's a much kind of more. Um, basic kind of like affection that you can have for these animals yeah. I think it ends up bringing out different kinds of emotion because um, I've got people in my family that own horses and stuff like that and it's like you end up building a character and building a, a kind of will around your your pets essentially yeah, um, and I think it's an interesting kind of area to, f f to photograph <laughs> my brain just went there to, to take photos of <laughs> Yeah, it's just like an unconditional bond, isn't it? Yeah. And it's mad because they're always so happy to see you. Yes. You know, and things yeah. like that. Whereas people would be like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> this other human, yeah, what are you oh, doing God, there? Yeah. But yeah, it's just that it's such a special connection. You can't really, it's hard to put it into words though, isn't it? Like, in, they're just not here long enough either. Mm. And I think that's the thing and that's it so important to capture yeah. well I, I think one of the like most emotional comics i think i've ever looked through is where it's talking about like this long generation of like a dog family talking about their immortal uh, owner and it's just like oh my oh god, my god. <laughs> right from their field. perspective yeah. they're like you know yeah, you, 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 oh. <laughs> 
getting emotional. No, it's okay. It's okay. But 100%, I think pets end up becoming a part of the family. Um, and I think for people that are into having pets, I think it's something that um, kind of binds the family together in a different kind of way, I guess, yeah. which is uh, really interesting. And of course, the taking photos of them is amazing and i also didn't realize that fine art equine photography was actually a thing before you said oh, it's huge it's huge yeah, yeah no because yeah. um i saw a photo of yours we'll bring it up actually oh look at this i'm prepared um <laughs> and it's this one here and I, oh, you know yeah. um putting gold leaf on on the horse i, I wouldn't have ever really thought about but it's, it's not it's my funny. original idea no? <laughs> but um it is done quite a lot in equine things so this style is um, black background so it looks like a studio but that's actually shot 100% in natural lighting okay so I think if you switch it to the next slide and you'll see the before so you can see here what I've done so this is actually shot in like a stable door and um, this is Remy he's a gorgeous horse he's a dressage horse um, and I really wanted to use a grey to try this on and because I just felt I really brought the gold leaf out and yeah. what you can see on his head is a special photo head collar so this isn't like a standard thing that you'd usually put on a horse but it's very thin makes it yeah. for my life much easier to edit out and yeah, things yeah. like that but yeah it's just I just find horses so beautiful they're such gorgeous yeah. creatures and I've always been drawn to them just their beauty yeah the no they're, 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 they're absolutely stunning and mm. it's the, the, in terms of like I, when you think about animals as a whole and you think of what like the structure of a horse and stuff like that it's kind of a little bit out of place compared to a lot of things but they are so beautiful um a hundred percent and they've been well we've been using them for hundreds of hundreds years. and hundreds of years yeah no um really cool photo yeah huh? thank you no yeah. I, I love that one so yeah gold leaf putting onto a horse so yeah it's not edited in afterwards this is literally using the gold flake that you see you buy like lots of artists use them you can do like mixed media yeah. you know lots of photographers have been doing that recently where you like take a photo put the gold leaf on and it's like oh just stick it straight on the horse and yeah, see just, what happens just, just but, put it on see what happens yeah. but yeah very safe it was just stuck on with vaseline and that was it. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Um, I'll tell you what, you're probably the best one to talk to you about this. Is there any other photos you want to go over here? Oh, okay. Uh, have a little scroll down. Also, I recognise this little dude. Oh, yes. That's Storm. So this is actually an older photo. This is about two years old now. This was on a workshop I did um, with Sean a little while ago. Um, and Storm is such a talented dog i mean you met him yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. insane what this dog can do absolute beauty and he's lovely as well so i wouldn't usually put scarves on animals but storm is yeah. trained and he's very used to that and we really wanted like an autumnal kind of scene and um we're at that season it's my favorite season i mean orange i'm not gonna lie but yeah so this was just um discussing what we did in the video yeah with the tips and tricks where you've got like the background blurred foreground blurred and just brings the focus on the subject and then you're at the eye height and he's nice and sharp in his eyes and you've got that connection yeah. but yeah it's a really awesome photo, yeah, I like thank it. thank you. And he is an absolutely wonderful dog. Um, of course, you did say he's trained, and you work with a lot of dogs that aren't necessarily trained, so how difficult do you find that? Or So I love 
this is the part I love the most about my photography and shooting pets and other people's animals. Like yeah. all their personalities are totally different. And I do get a lot of people come to me and be like, I don't think my dog's gonna behave on the day. Like I, I'm not confident and oh, like they're a bit reactive with other dogs and things like that. So there's lots of different things I can do. And mainly it is whatever your dog's personality, I will shoot for that. Yeah. If things don't go well on the day or like things, it's, you've got to be adaptable. You've got to be yeah. able to make sure that it is the dog or the pet's yeah. needs that are number one priority to get these shots. But yeah, most, most of them are pets. They might do a sit, which is yeah. great. If they don't want to, like if you think they're going to bugger off at some point, I keep a lot of the dogs on the lead. Yeah. And um, particularly if we scroll down and I'll show you. So the, this spaniel shot, beautiful yeah they were um this is actually two separate photos put together so okay. they were running about and <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have much sit and stay so <laughs> is this uh, on a tripod that you set this up or no is there... no it's all just handheld so like... it'll be very two drastically different shots that you've mixed together there well, in the same kind of area, I can't remember which dog I actually, I think it was the one on the left here was yep. the one that I actually put into this particular image. Yeah. And yeah. Well, so. you, you've mixed it really well. So your Photoshop <laughs> skills are clearly on point. Is that something that you uh, knew about? Because you did say you went to university or was it university? Yeah, so I did um, I did it BTEC um, here in Wales. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, no, this is awful. I'm so sorry. Cross Keys College. That's yeah. the one many a year ago. Now. Oh, no. It's, it's one of those things. It's, it's quite hard because the college that I went to and the university I went to both changed their names. <laughs> So like even my um, even my certificate that I got, I don't actually know if it actually makes sense because I think it's for a university that stopped being called that two years prior because when you the, the certificates you get are for the university which you start with. Yeah not the what it becomes oh god <laughs> so um yeah no that was an experience yeah. I'll, I'll show you if we go on to one of the other photos i'll kind of show you like yeah. the way that my editing has changed if we scroll down a bit a bit more that one. Oh, hello so this is a great before and after so this is the fine art equine photography that i love so if yeah. you go to the next slide i'll show you the before damn <laughs> so that's a that's a lot of work, but that it looks stunning. I mean, you you're kind of going for like a a pastel kind of painting kind of yeah. Feel. So textured backgrounds, I love. They're gorgeous. Yeah. You can like make your own, and it just suits pet uh, yeah. horse photography particularly so so much. But yeah, as you can see, you just kind of so your Photoshop <laughs> skills are like on I mean, point. I mean, getting like, there. Like, that's it's always learning. that's gorgeous. Thank you. That's part of a personal project. Yep. that I'm doing at the moment um, here and there about the wild ponies of Wales. Okay. So it's more of like a documentary. This is me trying to do something a little bit different to my normal portraity style. Like this is yeah. like the art. This is the kind of stuff I want to, yeah. you know, get into a bit more and, you know, try and sell some prints. That would be nice. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll link, it, link it in down below. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, send me a DM. Um, <laughs> send me a DM. <laughs> slide in the DMs. Um, but yeah, this is a, a more of a documentary style for me. Yeah. Um, and shooting, you know, black and white because everything I do is colour and it's just, just wanted to do something different and oh, get a bit more nitty gritty. But yeah. what, what inspired that project, I've got two rescue ponies myself, yeah. um, Summer and Eve, and I got them from Wales 
Welsh yeah, Pony yeah. Rescue a couple of years ago. And they came from this common, Gethly Gear Common. I hope I've said that right and haven't absolutely murdered the pronunciation on that. Um, but there's hundreds of ponies on there and it's just um, commons. And they used to have ponies were just dumped there by yeah. all sorts of people and it, the population kind of went a bit out of control and there's not, there are charities that are trying to help these ponies and stuff and it's lovely going up there. Um, yeah. If you're ever in the area, go visit them. But yeah, it's Where's just- Where's it again, sorry? Um, Gethly Gare. Um, So kind of- Might actually be quite interesting to head out there sometime. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Absolutely, absolutely stunning and like a rugged landscape. And yeah. these Welsh ponies are actually the most ancient native breed. There. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's, it's just something I'm trying to like look into. Do a bit of a documentary probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the works. We're um, in the works. <laughs> it's going to take a couple years, I think, <laughs> that's, that's to get there. Well. But yeah, that's another oh example of the Photoshop from. Um, it's, a, it's a mother freaking unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Love a bit. Of Where did you see there. a unicorn? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the real now. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, so, nice. but I mean, editing something that I've only really got into when I started doing pet photography because it was, when I went into pet photography, it felt like I was a total beginner again. Yeah. Because before I used to want to be fashion and beauty photographer of the world when I was studying. Yeah. And after uni, I, I lost my spark for photography. I'm not going to lie. I did oh, kind of give up for a couple of years. And I think that's actually an interesting kind of like uh, crossover here as well because, um, I started doing photography when it came to creativity in general from a very young age, like four, five, six, whatever. Um, but I consider myself these days a videographer and very much like yourself, I lost the spark for doing photo or even considering myself a photographer. Um, I know that's a weird thing to say since I run a YouTube channel based on photography and videography, but it's something that I've uh, become uh, much more passionate about recently. And I think it's something that, you, you know, can always be reignited at some point if you want it to. And maybe we uh, challenge you with something along those lines. That might be interesting. Um, but it's, I, I think, what I've found recently from doing this YouTube channel especially is I've really enjoyed taking the shot and focusing on a frame rather than multiple frames and the movement of what I'm essentially creating and that's a really interesting story. Sorry. Yeah, it's, that's amazing but it is and it, I didn't get my spark back yeah. until I started working with animals professionally. Yeah. So after uni I ended up doing like bar work. Yeah ran like a bar, ran a nightclub kind of thing. Oh, nice. It was like, this is, this is not what I want to yeah. do. And I kind of took like a bit of a gap year job that turned into a couple of years and worked okay. at dog kennels. Yeah. And that's how I kind of got into like dog behavior and things like that and yeah. all the different kind of characters. And then I got my dog and then I was like, oh, he's stunning, bless him. And I just picked up my camera again and then yeah. it just, it was like this this is what i was supposed to do this yeah, was yeah. like whereas before it was like doing photography i felt like i had to be that fashion photographer i had to like go and get all these like magazine front covers yeah. and it was just like this am i actually passionate about this yeah you know it's like am i or am i being pressured by what everyone else around me is doing and yeah. what i should you know yeah. what what's cool what's what's this and it wasn't me yeah. and now i've kind of found this is my niche. Yeah. And sometimes some people can 
straight away. Like I yeah. know what I want to photograph and they're yeah. brilliant at it and they're very natural photographers. And I wouldn't say I'm a natural photographer at all, especially when I went into the pet stuff, just thinking, oh, you know, I used to do photography. I can, t- <laughs> I can take a decent picture of a dog. Yeah. No, I couldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really at all. And it's taken years to get to the point where I am now, but then that pushed my editing and being like, right, I need to complement everything that's together. Really, that's, yeah. that's really interesting. Um, in the last podcast, which hasn't been released, but will be released uh, by the time this comes out, uh, I spoke to a, a photographer called Jess Rose. And what was interesting for her, because she's um, just finished up a PhD and she teaches film studies, I believe. Um, but what she was saying yeah, when she talks to her students is that she really tries to get them to figure out the why. Mm. Um, and I think that's really important. So, like, why do you want to do photography? And it sounds like you found out your why, and I think that's why you've ended up enjoying and being a part of this kind of like creative community. Yeah, a lot. God. Yeah, that's so good. I wish I'd kind of said that to me in uni because I didn't know what the. No, heck it's I was it's, doing. it's it's a really good idea, and I think when it comes to photography um, and like arts in university and education and stuff like that, I think a lot of people choose it for. A reason which I don't think helps, and that's oh, this is going to be easy to get a grade out of. Um, yeah, this is a, I don't know, it's just a <laughs> random fly, it's going to be in like 4K, so it's just like great. great. It's just Sorry, like everyone. us looking at no, no, no. Um, but I think it's actually something really interesting to think about, um, especially if you're looking to be a creative, mm. is to figure out your why and what interests you when it comes to photography, just in general. Um, yeah, and like yourself, you've figured out the why. Mm. No, you need to figure. What's the letter after Y? <laughs> um, <laughs> I should know. <laughs> We're going to change the subject, but um, yeah, no, hundred um, percent. Mm. Yeah. And I think as well, it with like almost like documentary photographers, it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be something you know, but you're looking at it from a different point of view. Yeah. And that's what makes it quite interesting. Whereas what I do. I have to know what I'm photographing for yeah. it to look good for me. So, and uh, that's what I found out when we when we did the video the other day, the 101 on pet photography, which we you know we filmed with you down Wentworth Forest that I just remembered totally. Um, but I it was fascinating to see kind of like what you're doing to set up a shot because um, I've worked with a lot of photographers, a lot of videographers over the years, but their methods are all different and it's interesting to see it. And, you know, from all the bits like uh, bringing along the hunting whistles and, yeah. you know, how you set up the shot, it was completely fascinating. Mm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't go down too much. <laughs> also, this is, this is, this is just majestic. Oh, bless him pad yeah yeah <laughs> I love, I love an action that was I think that was the first um action shot I actually did yeah because you don't see too much action stuff off of your page no I do focus mainly on the portrait stuff but my old setup as well so I shot for many years on a Nikon D800 that's what took me through yeah. uni and then I had it after and obviously Brilli- I had a it is years, a really good camera brilliant camera and I loved it to pieces and then I had like Sigma um, 70-200 yeah but I really struggled like yeah. really struggled with my action shots and stuff and I'd be like googling like on YouTube why can't I nail an action shot with yeah. a dog and then when you sold me <laughs> uh, the, the Sony segway. A1, yeah. yeah, the Sony A1 and the 70 to 200, yeah. and that animal eye autofocus. Oh, it's insane, isn't it? it? Everything's easy. 
Yeah, That's no. Um, and like, it was one of those, cause I, you know, I worked for a little while as a professional videographer, like 24 seven, um, but I've always kind of come in and out of camera center and I finally managed to convince them to do the YouTube. Um, but I'd like, it was a time where, uh, you know, it was a Sony day, you came in and you were like, this is the needs. I was like, I've got a brilliant idea. You've got a really good time to do it. Cause it's a Sony day. Yeah. Uh, the Sony A1 and the 7200 GM, which was a, a little bit of maybe a step up because you didn't oh, yeah, have anything I absolutely before. absolutely wasn't coming in for that no, one. No, you I weren't. can't remember the exact model that I came in for, but I'd saved up for, I think it was like 18 months because yeah. I was like, I want a Sony, I'm going to change. But yeah. that was purely not any hate on Nikon. I love Nikon. I've always shot on Nikon ever since I was yeah. 16. And I loved it. And it's always very scary to think about having to change systems. Yeah. But... Sony was a very easy change. Like yeah. when I got it, when I was actually playing, like coming down on Sony day, actually holding it and yeah. taking it like out into the arcade and using it. And I was like, I can do this. Yeah, it was really and, awesome. Yeah, you massively upsold me. I, 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 just a, just a little bit. I upsold a lot of people that day. I think I sold <laughs> two or three of them at the same day. Um, but also they are really good cameras and you know, um, just seeing, seeing you work these days, I'm not saying, you know, because you're shooting Sony, you're shooting better photos. But uh, you've actually, you oh, know, it it's, it, yeah, it's we're, we're, we're not going to be shy about it. I yeah. leveled up. Like if we go up a bit and um, see that nice little action shot, and then if we go, if we keep going to my blue power ones, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. that one. Yeah. And then if you scroll across, I, this is probably like my favorite action shot <laughs> that so I've done. Cool. I. Look at Albie's little face. There's, there's those uh, little ears. There's, there's sometimes, there's sometimes with like certain things that just make you just like crawl up into yourself and I just know. go. Ah! Even though I shot it. it and I've spent hours yeah. looking at this. Like how, like, oh. how are you able to edit photos like this? Like the reason <laughs> it's not like it, I just find it physically hard because every time I would look at the dog, I would be like, can't focus. It's too cute. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very much like that. But I, I do love it, and that's what I find so exciting and so fun about my particular yeah, yeah, niche. Yeah. It's just like, oh, as soon as you get that, and you just can't wait to show the client. And so you only have at the moment a seventy to two hundred and the A one. Yeah. What's yeah. what's your next thing you're gonna get then? Oh, I, I am looking at the one three five. I would very much like that. The thing is, I uh, with the seventy to two hundred, it's such a versatile lens. Oh, uh, and uh, this is it why because it's part of um, what's considered the holy trinity of lenses. So yes. uh, with that, you got the sixteen thirty five, the twenty four seventy, and the seventy two hundred. Um, and the seventy two hundred is pretty much in most photographers' bags. Mm -hmm. um, because of its versatility and it can pretty much do anything you actually really need it to. Yeah. Um, and it's fantastic. You should, yeah. I mean, great for action, yeah. beautiful for portraits, and um, something I have to consider as well when I'm shooting dogs, they're smaller, horses are quite large, yeah. and I have to be the way horses are shaped i have to be careful of distortion as well yep. so general rule is you don't want to go under like 135 really? otherwise you know the distortion the warp it they, they look a bit off you I know? Thought that's fascinating. so that's why if i went like for the next lens i'd have would be a 135 yeah. and for me i think that would be all i need yeah. i mean the 70 to 200 absolutely fine for me i don't have to carry lots yeah. of lenses i could literally just go with my camera around my neck mm. and go with a wind takes us on a photo shoot you well, know fair enough um on the day we actually bought down the 200 600 as well um that what, what did you because that's uh, that's way beyond the focal length you used to yeah what do you think about it oh, i really enjoyed it it was 
I couldn't believe as well on the Sony the animal eye like auto, it was still getting the dog even it was though mad. I, I can't even remember how far away he was but like yeah. looking we could you know you couldn't yeah. see like the details and stuff you just look through that viewfinder and it was literally like oh here's the eye I, I can't wait to um, because the, the cameras are shooting on the day um, the new cameras uh, the raw files haven't actually been accessible on um, on Lightroom yet um so i haven't actually been able to edit the photos properly because i shot it in a the wrong mode color mode so like the photos i just really I, I can't edit it without actually having access to the raw so as soon as i have access to the raws i'm going into it and just uh, giving it a tweak because i really i really enjoyed it um it was a new kind of aspect to it and maybe it would be a good idea to actually do something on equine photography if you want to actually see that put a link put a comment down below uh, might actually be cool to do some stuff with the horses perhaps go to a, like a show or something and yeah oh amazing yeah definitely it's it's very different equine photography and general photographers like round here and stuff like because i've grown up with horses and stuff i've been aware of equine yeah. photography and being a photographer but it's such a different ball game and it would be so interesting to do a workshop on it yeah. so you can see i mean you saw with my halter like my photo halter and how yeah. i did the black background whereas yeah. it looks studio but that's all natural light yeah and it's very clever so what do you think about um natural light opposed to kind of like using artificial light then so for me personally because i'm working with animals i have to be able to move around i have yeah. to be able to like go with the flow with different locations because mm. it feels like a walk I would love to have a bit more control, which is what I'm thinking about getting a strobe today, maybe. But natural light, um, you need to know how to work it and not just be like, oh, I need shade. You need to yeah. learn how to, you're not gonna be able to pick sometimes. You you might be asked to do a job. You might you know, be doing family photos. You, you're in harsh light and you have to learn how yeah. you're going to tackle that. And I think that's very, very important and making the light work in your favor because that's what yeah. it is like painting with light is photography and yeah but don't be lazy or scared of flash either no. and you know it's um yeah well that's what it all is it's all light it's all light it's it's all light it's all light <laughs> <laughs> another one to go in the real yeah. but, but i do the... prefer the overcast days those are the best days because it's like a giant softbox in the sky i know it, it, I, I do quite like overcast days to be fair but every now and then harsh light but you gotta be at like sunset to actually get like the truly like yeah golden exceptional. hour oh love Aye. a morning and love a sunset golden hour <laughs> Quote right there. Quote, yeah. Quote from Abby Kite. <laughs> love a morning, love a sunset. <laughs> Which do you prefer? Which do you prefer? In the comments down below. <laughs> yeah, no. Seriously, I, I think I would I do prefer prefer morning golden hour. Yeah. The likeliness of me being up at that time. I know this this is it. <laughs> I've done a few shoots at um what's it called? Sunrise and it's like hard especially when you've just done sunset as well and like it and it's like the middle of like summer so it's only like two hours sleep or whatever oh, yeah <laughs> it's just completely grueling um the other thing is you do get unbelievable if you get the right sunrise and the right sunset you do get an unbelievable light and yeah. it's just incredible and I just love how you're never really going to know. Yeah. You don't know. You have to be there. <laughs> that right there is going to be the audio to yeah, uh, many things. You don't know. You have to be there. Oh, you can see it in like all of the TikToks now. Oh, God, um, yeah. <laughs> Viral audio vi trending. Vi viral audio <laughs> trending, which is perfect. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what we should do with Camera Center to uh, build up the, the social media following. It's just like, this is viral audio. Yeah. Um, 100%. Click and save the audio. Click and save the audio. <laughs> so, um, do you see if there was like an origin to your photography? Was there an original passion to it before going to college or university? Did Like, what got you in? What was the first thing that got you into taking a snap? Okay, this is really going to show my age now. Um, the early days of Facebook. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do a, like, a little cloud effect. Um, I remember, God, just on some rubbish laptop, you know, that would overheat all the time. Just oh, sat, sat on your bed, trying. I think my first laptop actually burnt my legs. Yeah, mine used to just overheat after five minutes all the time. You know, it was working MSN, Vivo, oh, all oh that. Oh, I know. MSN. Cringe. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> I went back on my Flickr the other day. Do you remember Flickr? Oh, Did you use Flickr? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, from photos memory. that I from the camera I don't even have anymore. <laughs> it was like <laughs> such a long time ago. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing um, some random guy. I couldn't tell you who it was. I, I do still vividly remember the photo in my mind. It's like a black and white photo of like swans on a yeah, lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so sick. Oh, she's a photographer. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if I could do that. But this was also back in the day that we would all, you know, go on nights out and yeah. stuff with our little pocket point and shoot cameras. Like this is how long ago this was. And I would just be and try and take you know try and be a photographer with this little yeah, yeah, yeah. little camera and then um that was kind of how it started and it was like you take photos of everything and i did actually have a look recently on some of my very early work which makes me feel sick how awful i was but we all start somewhere and oh i do you know what i think it's important and almost vital for any kind of creator or photographer videographer whatever to actually embrace their original work because mm. everyone has a start and everyone has a beginning and seeing the little sh well, I'm just gonna say it, the shit um, is a good way for you to be able to realize how far you've come because yeah. a big part of kind of like social media and everything is that you end up trying to compare yourself to other people yeah. mm. and I think it's one of the things that just don't do it because you have your own way of doing things and if people mm. are liking it that's doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't take away from the fact that you are a good photographer or you are a good creative. Everyone has a start. Everyone's bad at some point. Mm. There will be a point until you do it. And, and it's a big part of like, you know, you can't become a master of something straight away. No. Um, and there's always going to be someone better. Mm. But as long as you're doing it with your heart and you're feeling what you're doing, um, in the best way possible, I think it's that's the most important part for me. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Cheesy. It's not, that was it's some not Gorgonzola. I love a good, a good, good. good <laughs> yeah. a you need some like inspirational music behind that, and then be like, it's not the destination. Yeah, it's the journey. It's the journey. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about the journey, man. All about yeah. the journey. It's, it's so true though, and even like now, I feel like I'm not even like there yeah, and yeah, yeah. I just enjoy every single shoot and just getting better and you could be the master and you're still gonna learn things because yeah. technology is just getting better I mean always and it, you've got to be so adaptable in photography now as well with the way how fast things are moving like yeah. you know Photoshop has changed so much yeah. in like 10 15 years it's insane well outside before we came in here we were actually talking about AI and like I'd like to get your opinion on it I'd like I've asked a few creatives now uh, about it 
is kind of like what do you think AI is affecting is it affecting your work or do you reckon it's more of a tool to help you create better images like what do you think I think I like it for the kind of clientele portraits and mm -hmm. things I do I don't think we should be using it for competition work yeah. you know things like that and like art like yeah. actual you know so but at the same time i think this is going to bring a huge revival on film yeah so you know if it, that's 100%. going one way and, and it's something it's that's come up a, a, a few times on this podcast and I, I do think it's kind of um you know it's, it's something really fascinating to talk about is kind of the advent of like old film coming back because i think people are so kind of enamored and shown technology in the next biggest advancement but mm. film photography brings you back to a time and it grounds you and I think this is what uh, I find fascinating about film photography in particular is because rather than uh, a bunch of zeros and ones and zeros in, in a file file that you can't physically hold with film photography you've got something uh, that you can hold that you can feel mm. it's just magic it's, isn't yeah. it it's, it's so hard to describe but like when you do your first like print or if you're in the darkroom and doing yeah. it yourself and that's such a I'm so fortunate that when I started studying photography in college we did have a darkroom oh, for nice. my first year in the second year they demolished it and put a mac room oh, in devastating. and like literally just mac desktops which was it was so sad for us it was it was so weird no definitely and now and it's gonna go I, I just like the thought of going back to that and I have actually considered like doing that and shooting more film and doing Polaroid again because it's been so long since I've done it and it was just like oh I used to hate it in uni mind like I'd <laughs> be developing a roll of film be like my deadlines tomorrow and I'd take it out of the canvas and be like oh yeah. it's blank do you know that um Polaroid have actually introduced a new camera I've seen and I am obsessed I I, I love it for 400 it's 400 pounds so what do you think in terms of like somebody would you buy a 400 pound Polaroid camera it's around that it's expensive I think I would if I had the money for it and I wasn't saving up for other kit like yeah. lighting and stuff because it's not just like a physical, you know, the thing and that's it. You can do so much mixed media with it. Yeah. Have you seen where like they lift it up and yeah. do like things and you make it into art and it's stunning. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to experiment with it and I think that is so you can't edit it like yeah. you know and it's just beautiful it's 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 that and it's instant the but physical. it's like but with, with this particular i think it's like e1 or i don't know something yeah. like that but um you actually have full functionality for like yeah. manual photography as well yeah. which i like i'm excited but I, I want one yeah i can't afford one but no. i want one um, <laughs> i'd love to try it out yeah. i would really really like that and it's got the most the sharpest lens yes that they've ever made as yeah. well and it's like, i think it's look? probably one of the only lenses they've made in a long time yeah. because like usually it's like plastic lenses that they put <laughs> into them right mm. and this is actually a genuine glass element um mm. i might be wrong there in which i will put a little caption but <laughs> like this is a glass element so it's designed to be sharp and the photos from it are awesome and kind of really want to have one yeah it's but would that take the magic away having that much control from the whole polaroid Ooh, that's an, that's an interesting know? kind of thing that's why i'd like to try it yeah and compare it to an older one and see like what that's actually a really interesting point so like yeah that really is yeah i never thought of it like that 
I learn so much by doing these things. <laughs> like it's at, like every podcast I've done, I feel like I've taken away and become just a, like a little bit smarter. I didn't start with much smarts anyway, so I'm actually becoming a normal person quite soon. But um, you know, it's it's actually really fascinating to hear. Um, and he, that I never thought of it like that because I was like, this is really awesome. But also, yeah, it might take the magic away, man. Mm. It would be nice to have the control. It would I be mean, nice to have it. I've always thought that. You don't want to. Exactly. <laughs> like, especially the Polaroid film, because it is expensive to, to, to have, because it's like, it's eight shots for like 20 quid. And then you look at the Fuji film once and it's like a lot cheaper. Mm. Um, but there's something about a Polaroid. Yeah. That's just sick, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Any get, more photos you want to talk about? Um, oh, let's talk about the ferret. Because <laughs> people have probably been looking at that, like, what is yes. that? So, uh, Bugsy. So, this was a real challenge for me to photograph because I'm used to photographing dogs and horses, which are quite large yeah. animals. Now, Bugsy is a very, very special ferret. Yeah. So, a friend of mine, Jade, she actually rescued him. She found him under a car. Oh, really? And um, she tried to find his owner. He wasn't chipped or whatever. And um, she ended up keeping him. So, correct me if I'm wrong, Jade. I know he's um, getting on now. I don't know if he's seven or eight. Maybe he's getting on, bless him. But I'll she takes well. him on adventures. Oh, yeah. my God. He's a that's proper sick. adventure ferret. He's climbed Penny Van. What? I know. Yeah. Did he, did he get his master to climb better fan and he was <laughs> just on the shoulder? He's got pictures on the top. He's actually, he was in the, like, the local paper as like, you know, he's breaking records as a yeah, ferret. I might, I might be following Yeah, you have to account. have a little look. And that, that's my other photo of him <laughs> that I took in the bluebells. Oh my God, that's gorgeous. He's adorable. So everyone follow Bugsy because the serotonin you get just from <laughs> yeah. seeing his that's, stories that's, is enough. <laughs> that's going to be like the title. It's like pet photography. Equine photography and Bugsy the ferret. And Bugsy the ferret, but yeah, see they go. <laughs> oh my days, that's just gorgeous. <laughs> but yeah, he walked around on a harness. He was actually like off his harness for the shoot, which I was just like, and because he's so white, and I, I asked mm. Jade, I was like, hey, look, can I borrow him for a photo shoot, please, to in the bluebells, um, and. I can't get over how stunning the final images were from that. It was a real challenge because even though he's like older and everything, yeah. they're so fast, like, yeah. and they're constantly moving. And you got the seventy to two hundred. Like, oh like, my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> following a small subject that quick. Yeah. There were more misses than hits on the focus. I'm afraid to say that day. So um, it was a good yeah. challenge for me. Oh, 100 percent. And um, to be fair, I don't know if it's something they would be actually be able to train the camera to be able to see ferrets. I don't think it's. No, I think they're too fast. Yeah. Yeah, they're too fast. <laughs> like, I mean, he, he was brilliant though. Um, amazing, amazing subject to shoot. And this is what I love about um, photography for me as well and where it's taken me. I've made so many friends well. through it and met so many interesting characters. And I love hearing the stories of all these pets and how like they find you, a lot yeah. of these, like, uh, like these rescue animals and things. And they've all got stories and you know they mean a lot to people and yeah. it's what we touched on earlier like how deep that connection goes yeah, yeah, with yeah. our animals and stuff and it's such an honor to be able to photograph that for people and like this is gonna sound really weird now but i love it when people cry when they see my pictures i know that sounds bad no but like happy to i love it like having the power to do that is for me as a videographer if someone's had a general emotional response to the video that i've created that is the most important part to me yeah um it's why we try and be a little bit different when it comes to the, the reviews and stuff because i want to add a little bit of oh this was funny i'm laughing but oh this is this is 
you know, sad. And, you know, we were talking about you possibly starting a YouTube and it was something that I would genuinely try and help you to kind of do because the story is the most important part um, of kind of creating video, um, but also photos as well, to be fair. Um, and yeah I, it's something i've enjoyed doing a little bit more recently because there's been a few videos where i've gone for a bit more of a story focus to it mm. um like the 200 500 video and um the what the other video you're in as well the a7cr and the a7c2 video where i'm trying to build out a story and build out these characters outside of the thing but it's kind of off the subject of photography but just kind of like it's all important about stuff. though isn't it oh it's yeah all images telling a story whether Image. that's moving or still images telling a story images tell a story this is what we should do. We should just like look at the camera, right? And just come up with a bunch Which of camera, just camera, like camera. camera one, yeah. Camera, camera and we'll just come up with some like you know inspirational things. Ooh, okay. So like, okay, what did right, we say? Let's 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 do the dead take on the images taking the story. Yeah. We've got to say it at the same time. Okay. <clears throat> Ready. Hang on. What was it? Images telling a story. Images tell a story. Okay. Yeah. Images, Images tell a story. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you look like such assholes, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is what I feel like half the time when I, when I do it, especially when I get, like, deep, because I like yeah. getting into, like, deep conversations. Mm. And, like, I will just end up sounding like a complete freaking toaster. <laughs> um... <laughs> I've never said These that. These are all going to be cut. <laughs> a complete this is toaster. Be a, a three um, minute long video. Uh, like, well, maybe a bit more on <laughs> subject then. Um, any advice that you would have for anybody looking to get into the industry in which you are part of? Oh, pet photography. Okay. Or just being a creative in general. Being a creative, find what you're passionate about. Yeah. But don't worry too much about it. Have fun. Like that's the main thing. Enjoy the journey, man. Yeah, enjoy the journey. Yeah, I think it's a big part of it. Make mistakes. Make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just I like like how we all started on our own photography journeys. We just shot everything. Yeah. E anything and everything. And we can go back on those images now and laugh. I can anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> From my old yeah, TV no, art account no, the other day and oh, the cringe. <laughs> but, 100%. Um is yeah. there anything else you want to talk about today? Um I think we've gone we've over quite lot, some super awesome stuff um, and it's been a genuine pleasure to have you down uh, Abby and uh, look forward to doing some more work with you in the future maybe Thank and uh, yeah, give a little fist bump la, 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 la. <laughs> um, amazing uh, if you enjoyed this episode please like follow and subscribe if you've got any ideas as to other people you want on the podcast let us know um, also if you want to do the equine photography 101 or workshop might be an interesting thing that we can uh, put together for you. Anyway, have a good day. My name's Stuart and this is... Abby Kite. And she can sell you some prints. <laughs> if you give her a, if you give her a good old Insta. DM. Follow Follow you on Insta. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Under Abby Kite. It's really hard to find your actual name. Like, you've got Abby Kite, but I wanted to get like Furby DOP because it's what the guy... The guys here call me Furby because it's like a family nickname. Mm. Um, but like actually getting your name and oh i was for, lucky I, yeah I was, I was early days of instagram this was my personal one yeah. and i actually swapped that's it. good because it's nice and short as well my one's like long so it's Stuart lee furbank anyway oh. have a good day bye <laughs> perfect <laughs> yay no problems oh no not at all that's 42 minutes jesus <laughs>